Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Tales from the Tavern. Uh, this week um, we have a special guest on with us, um, and if you're listening in the audio podcast you'll hear who that is in a second. But first of all I want to mention uh, the videos that we put out over the last month. Um, so they've all been to do with our art department and animation, and if you tuned in you've seen we've done Outposts, uh, World in Motion, Imagining Islands and Animating Skeletons. Uh, we also have another inside story that went out during the month on our Insider program and we'll catch up on that very soon. Um, but um, if I could also direct you to, if you're listening to the podcast, to watch us on YouTube, it's on 4K up there so you can watch <laughs> on a glorious 4K TV yeah. if you've upgraded for your Xbox One S. Um, and uh, if you're not, we're on all reputable podcast apps. And if we're not, let us know and we'll get it on there. Yep, absolutely. Um, as you can see, if you're watching, we went all out for the holiday season, um, and we've decorated the tavern to the. Didn't you, made that joke, you made that joke about Halloween. About as well. Halloween, yeah. It wasn't funny then. I actually, <laughs> <laughs> I actually wanted us to, to wear Christmas jumpers, yeah. but I didn't think that would go down very Missing well. Missing toe hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Um, but let's go around and introduce our, our guests and who's on today. Yeah, so I'm Joni, executive producer. I'm Ted Timmins, the PC design lead. I'm Jeremy McFarlane, community video manager. I'm a bridal social media manager. I'm Reese Constance, and I'm from the Reddit sub. <laughs> I'm Reese Constance, and I'm from the Xbox One subreddit. I forgot the name of what I do. <laughs> and the Xbox Party Chat podcast. And the Xbox Party Chat podcast. There we go. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Which we've been on, and now you're here with us. Okay. Yes. Absolutely, and welcome, welcome to the to the tavern. Um, but we're going to go straight across to Emma, who's going to tell us about the amazing community content that's been mm -hmm. on this. Um, so, hang on, I'm trying to think when this is going out. So a short while ago, um, we you may have noticed in, I think it was Joe who posted in the forum, said that, you know, we are listening to what you're wanting to know about. We're reviewing it. And Mike, who couldn't be with us today, <laughs> um, put in a post in our forums and on the subreddit about combat. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, basically, we got um, feedback from some of our yep. community members that we'd been kind of talking about wanting to be open and transparent. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we've been releasing a bunch of videos and stuff to our community and everything else. But that there's been loads of discussions going on in the forums, and they, that, you know, they felt we hadn't been contributing enough, I guess, to yep. kind of to listening to what they're talking about and kind of giving them some insights really about their top kind of topics. Uh, and that was fair feedback, right? So uh, we we had a discussion about it. We kind of. Um, got a bunch of people together and said, like, how do we how do we kind of make this part of actually our, our routine, right? And so now we do a regular review of the kind of forums, of the kind of topics that are popping up, uh, and the the top one that everyone's kind of most interested is is that personal combat, right? Is mm -hmm. kind of um, you know pistols or blunderbusses and then kind of sword uh, um, side of things, and so. Uh, we had Mike kind of put our aspirations on there, kind yeah. of the things we feel confident about and, and, and about the design, and also yeah, our aspirations for the sword side of things. You know, So we feel pretty good about guns. Um, you know, We've got that, we're playing it, we feel good about mm -hmm. the, kind of the, the direction we're taking with those. And the swords, we have our aspirations and we're prototyping that work at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's all about the kind of flow of when you're on a ship and at distance, that's kind of when the cannons are the kind of, that, that's the weapon, that's what you're going to be using there. When you get closer, that's when the kind of blunderbusses or the pistols can come into play as you're kind of, you know, the, the ships are alongside each other yeah. and you can start kind of picking each other off. But then if you manage to jump onto another ship and board them, that's when kind of the sword is going to be the optimal weapon in that close combat environment. Yeah. Really, again, like you'd imagine, right, from watching a pirate movie or a, a pirate film and um, a TV show and stuff. So yeah, it was all about just talking about those aspirations yeah. and 
the, the reaction seemed to be really positive, yes. um, both yeah. on Reddit and in the forums, right? Um, from people just discussing it and throwing the ideas around and, and everything. So, yeah, really looking forward to kind of continuing that kind of thing in the future, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we feel good, I think, and it's always about us talking about our aspirations and the design thinking behind things. Um, but, you know, the proof in the pudding will be when people get to play it, right? Yeah. So we don't want to kind of overpromise and underdeliver. It's just, here's what we're doing, here's the thinking behind it, and now, now try it and see what you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think as game developers as well, there's no better feeling than you make a suggestion and then you see it in game and everyone's like, oh, this is really good. And now like our fans and our players are going to have suggestions yeah. if they're good. And, yeah. and I'm sure there will be loads. <laughs> uh, they get to go in the game and then they get to have that same satisfaction that you know we get to have every day, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the big thing other than the Insider program, but uh, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So uh, before we go into that, let's let's dig into a little bit more of Reese, well, oh, I don't like the way you're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, do you want to tell us a bit more about about what you do in the community? And well, yeah, I uh, I moderate the Xbox One subreddit as I mentioned, and uh, I also do the I'm a co-host for the uh, Party Chat podcast, and we do we do podcasts. You know, we have interviews. We've had you guys on. Yeah. We've had uh, Larry Herb, that's uh, Major Nelson, and we've had Aaron Greenberg, and a whole bunch of other people. And it's a really fun sort of community-based podcast where we talk about what's going on on the subreddit. And and other than that, you know, I just do do stuff for for Xbox and for for Reddit, you know, so stuff like that. Cool. So How many people subscribe to the Xbox One Reddit or about subreddit? About two hundred and eighty thousand subscribe, and we have about roughly two million uh, unique hits a month. Wow. Yeah, so we have about two and a half thousand and about yeah. four or four and a half thousand monthly you'll, active. So we're, we're on the way. You'll get there. You'll go start somewhere. Yeah. Room to grow. Yeah. But yeah. So if any of the, the you know the, the guys from your subreddit are listening today, then feel free to come and subscribe. Actually, they absolutely should because uh, we we have one of the moderators, Richard. Hi, Richard. I'm at Rare, and you're not. Sorry, Richard. Actually, actually, there's really something that I have to like. I've been holding it in all day. I've been trying my best to act professional and friendly, so I just got to get this out of the way. I'm at Rare. Oh my god. That felt that felt great. But yeah, no, seriously, uh, Richard is one of the mods also on mm-hmm. the Sea of Thieves subreddit, and uh, so every, everyone should go and I know uh, subscribe. Richard, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Richard. right, so he, so he kind of uh, he does moderates both. the Sea of Thieves subreddit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Wow, okay, that's cool. So yeah. he Done a great job with the art and mm. everything. And yeah, the do you remember In the... Fact, re- oh, sorry. Oh. Do you no, remember you the Rare Replay theme that he did on the Xbox One subreddit yep. last year? All uh, interactive was beautiful. Richard did that. He's oh, a wow. huge mm-hmm. Rare fan. He yeah. was on the podcast when Bobby and I were on. And he will be fuming that he's not here. So yeah. sorry. Sorry, but yeah, we we do a lot of uh, a lot of fancy skins for all the new release games and stuff like that. And it's me, Richard, and another guy named uh, Mikey who who normally do all of those. Yeah, so it's really good work. It's really cool. Yeah. No, and it's it's new for me on this project to be kind of actively engaging with Reddit and a Reddit community actually. And it's really interesting to kind of to be on there and to want like it's kind of like almost these are new style forums aren't they really like the reddit kind of community this is where people go to discuss games and seek information and find things out and recommend stuff to each other um it's just a, it's just a really fascinating kind of community and i'm, I'm really enjoying engaging with a kind of because not everybody that's on our forums is on the reddit and vice versa so there's actually you know we've got these two community locations that we have to speak to people and answer questions and it's yeah. um you know it's the first thing i do every morning when i get in like i check those two things see if i've been tagged in anything if there's any notifications i have to go and answer or if there's anything i want to contribute to so yeah it's um 
yeah, it's a super cool kind of site and process, right? Yeah, I think it's it's really good, uh, especially like for for you guys as developers, you know, because you can really see what the community's interested in and what they like and what they don't like simply by because Reddit is community curated. So if they like something, they vote it up, and if they don't like something, you've said it gets voted down. So yeah. you can really just see at a glance how community feels about something you've just said. So yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. And we definitely took inspiration from it, actually, in when we actually set about creating our own forums. Yeah. Oh. Like, because we've got, yeah, like just in looking at the upvoting and the yes. downvoting, so we've yeah. got those on topics oh, yeah, and you things do. Yeah, on, on, on individual posts and stuff. Because, you know, again, we want to kind of take that same kind of ethos, I think. Um, it's about what what's most interesting to the community. These what's are the things. Yeah, the top, exactly. What's yeah. bubbling to mm -hmm. the top. These are the things we need to listen to, right? And um, so, yeah, we'd like, you know, Bobby Lamarant, who's our engagement manager, is a huge fan of Reddit and has always been engaged in that. So he brought a lot of that to when we were designing the, um, the site. And stuff right so um yeah like from the from the very get-go we were looking at that as inspiration yeah so it's uh awesome well that's uh, it's awesome to, to have you here and obviously um earlier on getting to to dive into the game today which must have been that that was a little bit of fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so reese came to visit us at gamescom dressed fully in pirate gear with a hook hand. Yeah. Oh, I want to bring my hat, but it wouldn't fit in Aww. the carry-on. <laughs> <laughs> so he played at Gamescom, and then he's played again today. And obviously, there's quite a bit more in than there was then. So yeah. well, it looks yeah. like you introduced me today, this morning, right? And you're like, you've met Reese. I'm like, have I? And you're like, he, he was, was a pirate. As a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a whole new game, yeah. honestly. Like the, the, it, the obviously the, the core concept is the same, but the, the difference is huge from yeah. from, from what I played today and. Yeah. Good, good job avoiding spoilers there. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was careful. I was just ready to kick <laughs> yes. under the table. Some new stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Suitably vague. Okay, so, talking about um, our community and, and how we're dealing with them, we had the Insider program go out. Um, oh, well. 23rd we of November. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was the 22nd of November. Yeah. yeah. So that was when it was, yeah. Signed so. up immediately. Yeah. Yes. Good job. So, yeah, so that was really exciting um, yeah. for us, right? And it's it's something we've had in the works for a while, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that we wanted and we want to offer people an insight into the behind the scenes stuff that's kind of going on at Rare. Yeah. We've given some of that in the videos we've been doing and the podcasts and everything else. But as we move into this kind of testing phase where we'll bring real players, uh, mm -hmm. in, you know, into our um, into the game to start to playing it and, and giving feedback and everything. We also want to then give insights into how we're progressing and how we're moving forward for, for everyone within the Insider program. Because we'll be starting small, right? When we go to that first testing phase with real players, we'll start with a small number and then and we'll be doing kind of scheduled play tests like we've been doing at the moment with the internal alpha. Um, so, you know, put it up for a weekend or a few, few hours here, a few hours there, get a bunch of people in to play it, then look at the data, the telemetry, look at their feedback. Um, but... <coughs> We also want to share the kind of the results of that and the insights that we're getting from that with that wider insider program. So even if you know you don't get into that first round of testing or the second round of testing, you're still going to be getting information and getting insights that yeah. isn't going to be going to the wider yeah. community because these are the guys that they signed up, they're super keen, and we want them to feel involved and see the direction it's going in and have the opportunity to participate in surveys and give feedback about decisions yeah. we're making and directions we're taking. Um, so yeah, it's 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 super cool, and we've had a lot of there was a lot of coverage kind of sprung up yeah. organically mm -hmm. from that. You know, we didn't make a big PR push out of it we just put it out on our own channels but a, lo a load of places picked it up yeah. and the reception's been so positive like, incredibly really yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really and, good um, as well like reading through the survey yeah uh, all the data that's coming through and actually seeing you know people's expectations what they want to see from it like to start with and 
and then trying to you know actually have discussions around that kind of stuff and for a lot of it it's validating our own but then there's other things where you're like oh that's new that's yeah. that's cool yeah. Uh, yeah it's yeah it's interesting to like we won't go into i think details of exactly all the, yeah. all the data yeah, yeah, we've yeah. got right but in terms of looking at the platform so who's how many xbox players versus pc there was kind of interesting numbers mm -hmm. there um and and also some of the stuff around like what are the things you're most looking forward to when you're playing Sea of Thieves and actually one of the top things that was rated was like just playing with a crew going out on adventures with a crew yeah. and that's that was really interesting to see that kind of almost as the top ranked thing that's what I picked um, yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> and so you know a lot of people I think that's that team social work. yeah that social team kind of experience <clears throat> people are really looking forward to that in the game you know and I know I know that there are people you know there's lots of players out there going oh is there going to be option for a smaller ship or for me to play on my own and you know in the future for sure we do want to do that but the the kind of the core promise of um, going on adventures in, in a crew with your mates um, like that that resonating really well with people yeah. that that's really cool really promising yeah, shared um, stories yeah and so I think like with, we will be sharing some of that information with the insider program so we're going to be t um, actually kind of letting them know some of the things that players are most interested in from that survey stuff I think in one of our first mails out to them might already have gone out to them by the time they hear this right but, <laughs> I think so, um, yeah. yeah I think it will have done actually but uh, you know we want to share that and show you hey look from, from all those people that have signed up here's what people are most looking forward to yeah. and everything and, yeah. it, and it just I think when we start testing the game with players as well we can start seeing okay we had a bunch of people that were really interested in this are we meeting their needs mm -hmm. or are, are all the people that wanted to get together as a crew not enjoying it because there's not enough opportunity to do that I think that specific example that won't be a problem <laughs> but you know the, the other activities people are looking for whether it's exploring the world you know whether it's things to do with lore or, or whatever um, you know we want to make sure that as we've always said we want to meet a wide range of motivations yeah. and it's why we ask those questions in yeah. the, um, uh, for the insider program and it's how, you know how we'll be measuring as we move forward that are we are we meeting all this and how do we need to react and change yeah. so yeah I it's, think it's yeah it's really important that that the audience knows that we're not just asking these questions to validate what we're doing yeah, yeah. it's like it's like we're asking them because we genuinely want to know the feedback yeah, yeah. it would be nice if everything that we had planned was exactly <laughs> right but that would be cool but yeah. it would also it's make all of this worthless yeah. and, 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 and so a huge investment mix. for no value yeah. right? but um yeah we, we fully expect that not to be the case right yeah. um and that's like a game like this a shared world where you're like what players do in it is so important. How they play, how they play with each other, how they encounter, and what happens when they encounter other players. That's at the heart of it. And so we can't, we won't know what will happen until we put it out there. Yeah. And so that's why we're doing this. That's why, you know, this is going to be earlier than people will expect, I think, in terms of we're getting people involved in this game a lot earlier. Mm -hmm. you know, when the people first get to play it, I think they're going to be kind of pleasantly surprised about how early they're getting to come in and help shape the kind of future of this yeah. project. Um, and I can't wait to see how people react with the different ingredients that we've chucked in into the world, because of course we play around and and we experience all these features internally. But that not that you know when you've got thousands of players all interacting with things in ways that you didn't entirely predict, that's going to throw up some really interesting stories. Yeah, because yeah. we know how we've kind of designed yes. these features, yeah, yeah. right? And so you kind of worry: Are you role playing like by yeah. doing what we expect us to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, are we just well playing nicely because we're like we get it and whereas yeah once you give people these features how are they going to behave with them yeah. who knows right yeah. um that's that's the beauty of this like we can't wait to see crazy videos or crazy streams eventually yeah nda yeah. first of what first, <laughs> yeah. uh, first time people play but you know eventually we can't yeah. wait to see what people get up to yeah. with this game right? yeah. we'll be watching um, it a lot i imagine yeah we'll for sure well, yeah. it's even good today for me to be playing with reese who has mm. played it before but not with all the other stuff that's now in it mm -hmm. and sort of getting to 
hear what he thinks of it because we play it at least once a week here. It's nice hearing it from someone who's a little bit removed. Well, I mean, even even in our playtest with you guys who play it all the time, you know, as soon as we came out from the playtest, everyone gathered around and started talking like, oh, yeah. did you see that? And this happened and that happened. So it's uh, it's got this really, really awesome sort of community yeah. thing going on right now even among you guys so yeah. it's I, just, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised yeah it's just you, people want to share stories yeah, of their yeah. adventures don't they because mm -hmm. because anything everything that happens to you is personal and unique right even mm. when you're within a crew the things that happen to you within that crew and in that session are different everyone has a different view on it so you all just come out and kind of just chat about it and banter about it and everything else right? so yeah you're right like that that whole concept of shared stories has been mm -hmm. at the heart of the game from the start yeah. And the emergent nature just keeps adding to it every time, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, the more st the more tools you put in there, the yeah. more emergence, the more random yeah. things could happen, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which makes it hell for our testers. and <laughs> <laughs> It does, right? But yeah. this is... But it's fun as well, because yeah. it keeps them entertained, yeah. the things yeah. that are happening to it's them that, too are, repetitive. that have it never is. happened before. But, but like mild tangent but um, one I, I do want to go on um, I, I like tangents and bullet points obviously but um, bullet but, points yeah. is but, bullet points in front of I do have bullet points they're Aww. actually little dashes but yeah but um, uh, details yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> um, like we actually have a fairly small test team on this project um, for the scale of the game right and that's because of the kind of stability first uh, automated testing approach continuous delivery approach we've talked about in the past but like that that kind of investment in, in testing things up front and fixing things up front and making sure when it's done it's done it's delivered and it's in the game right like our game isn't full of bugs right um, and it will stay like that you know as we move forward that we always have this level of quality and stability and everything but we have an incredibly small testing of like approximately 10 people if mm -hmm. that right and every other AAA game I've worked on has scaled to you know maybe 70 people testing the game or something right and but actually we're going to keep that test team small the whole time right and we're going to be then growing out to players and 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 playing um, with real players right but we're not I think it's less about bugs with real players there'll be some of course yeah. there will right yeah but they'll slip mm. through and we won't hit them until scale but actually it's more about the feedback mm -hmm. um, but we've always wanted to maintain that stability and that low bug count yeah. so that that experience we can focus on the feedback, right? We don't. We don't focus. We're not just putting something out that just has a swathe of bugs. You have to plow your way through to find the fun, right? And, and don't we um, have something like fourteen thousand tests whenever someone pushes? A I change? don't know the number. It's something you may have made huge. That up. Yeah, it's huge. It's definitely like well into the thousands. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was which four thousand. Probably months means months that that's ago. the equivalent yeah. of a hundred testers, right? When you yeah. think about if that was if that was actually turned into sure, yeah, time yeah, like, spent yeah. from, from like, a human yeah. yeah and like you know there, there obviously there are issues that manual test finds we're never going to yeah. eliminate the kind of um the, like, like bugs entirely via yeah, that process yeah. but it does put us in a really good yeah. position to do it i want to find out the number now yeah because i have just pulled <laughs> that out of thin air so i'm going to go back to my desk yeah. ping deno and say what is it yeah because <laughs> i'm yeah. sure it's uh, a little yeah, bit yeah. youtube comments yeah. when, when it comes <laughs> out yeah. yeah um kind of on that note rare update like what's been happening in the studio um outside of obviously the we're now on the 6th of december december yeah. we've obviously continuing our internal xbox play tests so that's where to the internal um kind of xbox audience we've we're on the weekend of the 26th um we've like which is tomorrow but in the podcast <laughs> is in the past <laughs> um, it is the 6th yeah of so the 26th we're, we're um doing another internal uh, play test but this time we're opening up to a wider group of players within uh, windows so so not just the xbox but also kind of the microsoft flying mm -hmm. wing so we get a bunch more players in um again testing our kind of scale of players the amount of people we've got on servers and again getting new people in new feedback uh and then we've got one kind of one more uh, test before this podcast which is on the second mm -hmm. um where we'll have 
some new features uh, enabled. Um, so yeah, really getting into that rhythm of kind of testing, mm -hmm. getting through the feedback. And so it's, it's all about so we can like the, the rhythm of kind of running this is you have to plan your kind of goals out prior to a test. What are the things you're looking to drive? Mm -hmm. Is it amount of players? Is it feedback? Is it testing features? Uh, then you do the test and make sure that it works and you look at all the servers. Are they are they up? Are they running? Are the right amount of people getting put onto the right amount of servers and right amount of crews? Uh, and then at the end, you look at those results and you're like, you know, green. Oh yeah, this worked. This was great. Matchmaking's fine. We're getting the right amount of people in each crew or, um, okay, we had, too many crashes, we had 6% crashes, okay, that's a problem, how do we go and lower that? Mm -hmm. um, so that rhythm of kind of doing these playtests, really getting into a good rhythm now, and so just, you know, this one and the next one will get us into a really good place, I think. So yeah, that's what's going on in my world, mm. what's going on in your world? PC Design League? Wow, uh, so, uh, <laughs> we've just set, I don't know, have we ever talked about our war room before? A big uh, conference room for. I, I don't know if we've called it the war room. It the war room anymore. It's the auditorium. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's an aggressive, negative name. Oh wow! The okay. auditorium. So in the in the auditorium, the auditorium, we've set up a totally not aggressive PC glorious <laughs> uh, place to play uh, Sea of Thieves, and we've got twelve uh, PCs ranging from minimum spec all the way through to 4k ultra 60 frames a second uh and today uh with the black friday sales we bought loads of gaming keyboard and mice <laughs> Did at you Did you <laughs> I, went, I went to mr wensley and i said so i really want to get like some really top of the range keyboard and mice and look they're half price um and, and he said yes and, and we ordered them all so um that that was cool um and i guess I've also been working on some in-game stuff, but I don't know whether I can talk about the stuff I talked about in the Leeds meeting this morning. If you remember uh, what I said I, I was doing today, a bit early. Not really, I don't really listen to you, to be honest. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. It's 9.15. Oh, you organized, oh, organized it. It's your meeting. <laughs> Oh, As in you don't listen to everyone. Or All right, so just said it's just. I am working on uh, <laughs> non-verbal chat. Oh, is yeah. that okay? There you go. I said it now. Yeah, well, yeah, we're, yeah. we're prototyping so, an approach to that, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so it's worth non talking about communication. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's it's a really important thing for our game because That's of I course, can remember because Ted like mimed it to me uh, in the uh, in the like non-verbal. I say do it again, but it won't work for the audio. I should have texted it to you, right? Yeah. But no, we're you know we're really passionate about the gaming for everyone program that Katie Joe's running. Um, part of Ted that, and I sit on a feedback yes, crew for that. And, and part of that is, of course, that uh, players who are hard of hearing or uh, for whatever reason aren't able to communicate verbally or don't want to. Uh, yeah, or yeah, don't want don't to. Want to. Yeah. Uh, another good example was that, you know, they've got babies sleeping in the house and they want to just, they still want to play the game, they just can't physically talk. Be shouting and uh, that we're looking at ways in which we can allow players to send strings of text to each other uh, in, a, in as quick and efficient way as possible. So I think that's going to be a pivotal part of our game. And I, I, we've seen it pop up on the forums a couple of times as well. Yeah, yeah. People are saying, so, hey, can I communicate uh, without voice? So yeah. uh, we're going to invest quite a bit of time into that. We are. And we've got... We've got our aspirations for it. I think yeah. we've got a good idea of what we want to deliver yeah. for that. But it's about firm up the design, start prototyping yeah. it out, uh, and then figure out when we want to deliver it into yeah. the game, right? Yeah. You know, that's the process we go through with pretty much everything. Because we definitely, the first time people want to play, we want to test with voice. Because yeah. um, it's a really, like for us, it's a it's a critical part of the experience. Yeah, for those that can yeah. and for those that do mm -hmm. want to play that way, like it's a really cool way to play. But yeah. we want to make sure that for those that can't or don't want to, that yeah. they have an they have a way to communicate to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we want to test it out. We want to see you know how yeah. people get on with that and everything else. So and the future uh, learning is in future leads updates. I'm just going to make stuff up. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> say like really out there crazy. It's Friday. You know, I just <laughs> like, I check out check out my first yeah. evening. Uh, it's uh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's
good to know. So go to, to Joe for all requests. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Right. Please do. Yeah, yeah. On a Friday. If you want anything signed off, expenses. <laughs> Joe, we need to go on a community <laughs> yeah. build, like team yeah. building yeah. research trip. Yeah, get it done. Yeah. yeah. To the zoo. I'll have forgotten We've about it by Monday. Yeah. You didn't join the team. Then. I didn't join Soon the team enough. at that point. Yeah, yeah we went to the zoo. Awesome. Um, video wise, I think we are just um, we're kind of winding down on 2017, uh, 2016 now. Too well far ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're looking, we're looking into 2017. Uh, we've seen mm-hmm. some kind of great feedback around, especially the stuff um, that's been releasing the past few weeks, um, which yeah. has had a bit more like visual nuggets of information yeah. than we were previously announced. Everything was mainly around that E3 build that we'd shown yes. and going in depth to some of the features that we had there. And now we're kind of starting to drop in stuff that is a little bit more mm-hmm. future looking. Um, and you can imagine, obviously, into 2017, we'll, we'll be continuing continuing that trend. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, It's funny, we had some feedback internally, didn't we? Um, going, yes. more engineers. More engineers. Like, I'm yeah. fed up with seeing all these artists and audio people. Like, <laughs> I want to see some engineers. Yeah, engineers in the limelight. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was cool. But like purposefully those last couple of months you know that you've had a month focused on audio and a month focused on art and i explained that to the to the person that gave the feedback (laughs) you know but we we want to give like everybody on the team the same kind of exposure right because everything's interesting a lot of the early videos we've done around tech around the kind of the clouds or around the water get got real Mm. great kind of pickup and everyone was really excited about those so there's a whole host of stuff to talk about on this game definitely min spec is going to be a fun one i think yeah to to get mark and the guys to talk about how they've got the game running on on the you know, low end devices, and then we can reveal what those are and yeah, yeah, yeah. Them That's sure. a good one. Even like our engineering great water, which is in the yeah. title, is, yep. is probably our highest viewed it's video. Best. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, they, they can't want too much. They're the oh. best viewed video. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think like moving forward, um, as we start to talk more about, like I think when we talk about the engineering stuff, we talk more about feature driven mm. stuff yeah, yeah, um, rather mm-hmm. than rather than yeah. pretty um pretty like art like that we, we show um, yeah is it like we can probably see more engineers coming yeah, so oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah there is a ton of stuff right even yeah. like server technology right yeah, yeah, like exactly. all about how we bring i still together. don't understand that no <laughs> like, it's like a dark art yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is it's just how we bring players together how we bring crews yeah. together all stuff that will be interesting to people in the future i don't understand what they do it's magic yes we're not going to stop our inside stories because we think that's a really a really nice thing to do in talking like to the developers about what we're going to mm-hmm. do. It's like we need to um, make sure that we're getting those nuggets of information up there, like mm-hmm. we saw in the, the Imagining Islands video where mm-hmm. we, we released two new two new islands on there that hadn't been seen before. Freaks me out every time I watch it when he jumps. Every time. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what about yourself? I'm working with you on planning. <laughs> you are. Thanks for remembering. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously our team was launching the Insider program and then sort of seeing the reaction to that. Um, and that's been a really, really cool week to have. And then John and I are sort of looking ahead and going, what next? And mm-hmm. building stuff out around that. But you pretty much covered it. So Yeah. But you're, you're looking at, oh, we're getting pretty close to holiday. Yes. 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 But I don't want to ruin the surprise. Oh, is it a surprise? Yeah. We'll just cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Leave a bit of mystery in. I there will the, be something. And there's some studio Christmas stuff going on as well, right? That you are yeah. a part of with yeah. all the social goodness. Yeah. 
You're going to miss the Christmas party. I'm going to miss party. it, but I, I, I'm taking part in Secret Santa. Oh, yeah. I got my name today. you got today. a good, good yeah. person, yeah. But why are you missing the uh, Christmas party, oh, Deb? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my other half decided that we should get married on that day. <laughs> so. And she's on the events team. Yeah, and so I she's know, been right? planning the party she can't go yeah. to. So I guess uh, when it's go light, that goes live, I'll be married. Yay. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but this is my last yeah, day in the office. It for is a week. your last yeah. day in the office, yeah. So yeah, we've got Christmas stuff coming and planning. Looking ahead. Christmas stuff. I didn't give you anything. No. Christmas stuff. Everything I do is mysterious. I can't. Has anyone it. done their Christmas shopping yet? Anyone? Reese, well, have you done any Christmas Aww. shopping yet? No, actually, no. not yet. No. Right. Don't buy anything in the UK. It's horrifically expensive. Not Maybe. in the moment. Hashtag Brexit. Hashtag Brexit. It's rubbish for us. Yeah. 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 Remember, it is the sixth of December. So I'd almost yes, forgotten about it that. Is very close. It, being yeah, the, being yes. the sixth of December at this exact point in time. But yeah, no, not yet. Not yet. Soon. Okay, well, we're going to um, smoothly transition onto the next part of our podcast um, where we'll be talking to uh, some of the art department and animation We've got department. We've to ask Reese what he was up to. Yeah. Oh. Work-wise. What are you yeah. up to? Whilst he's not here, he does, he's a very busy man. Well, Come on. Oh, you mean Reece. like like right at this point in time? Or yesterday or next week? What's on your plate? In the general Apart time from, frame. Yesterday, <laughs> I met with the uh, <laughs> European head of the ID at Xbox program, oh, Agostino wow. Simonetta. Uh, he's a, a fantastic guy. Hi, Agu. Um And we we had lunch. Basically, it's 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 my my girlfriend's birthday and his birthday at the same time. Oh wow! So we we combined. Oh cool. And uh, I think this is my first time in the UK. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to spend the weekend just. Being a tourist, you know, being lame, walking around, taking pictures of things and yeah. seeing all the stuff and, and, and that's pretty cool. Um, and, then, and then I'm going to go home. <laughs> but when it, when it comes to the subreddit and uh, the podcast that we do, basically we just, we just keep on trucking because, you know, we're, we're more reactionary. You guys make the news and we, we talk about it. So, <laughs> so my schedule based on yours. But, <laughs> but we, we do have some pretty awesome guests planned for for next year so great so, and yeah. I, I mean really awesome guests yes. but i cannot so talk about surely not as awesome as this table well this well open mouth insert foot <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah but i think but yeah. going go to your previous point i think like you're going to have some fun stuff to kind of like if you're waiting on news from us from from mm. there yes of, you know leading up to christmas i think you'll have some fun stuff to kind of I've uh, to chew on another appearance at some yeah point. yeah yes. so you guys are teasing yeah, in, this vi- in these videos yeah. like <laughs> if i was watching i was like this is like the fifth time <laughs> you told me something is coming as someone who has been watching at home and is now here i'm also like i could just reach across the table <laughs> 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 Sorry. Yeah, <that> <laughs> uh, well, on that note, uh, we're going <laughs> <laughs> uh, to <laughs> we're gonna, um, go over to part two of our podcast, which uh, covers art and animation. And we're going to change up our guests. And we'll see you very soon. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Oh, that one. Oh, ah, that one. Bye. bye. Hello everyone and welcome back to this holiday episode of Tales from the Tavern. As you can see we've got some fabulous pink reindeer in front of us now uh, to just make it get us in the festive spirit. Along with these festive smiles joined by our art team here. Uh, so let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Um, so I'm Ryan Stevenson, the art director of Sea of Thieves. Uh, I'm Andrea Warren, I'm the art production director at Rare. 
I'm Joachim Koppens. I'm an environment artist on Sea of Thieves. Sweet. And uh, obviously, we have you guys in here because over the last month, we've mm -hmm. been releasing videos on our YouTube channel and Facebook on uh, our Inside Story series and our short haul, short haul uh, on, that's uh, because I'm thinking about what to call the short haul, uh, Outposts is one of them. Um, and we have World in World Motion. Motion. Yeah. Yep. Um, which you two are in and we have Imagining Islands uh, yep. Joachim starred in that one and Animating Skeletons which was our animation one uh, with Andrew Burt on there but uh, we have been asking our loyal fans um, to use the hashtag Tavern Talk and ask some questions to you guys um, and if we got them in advance um, so mm -hmm. we've got our first one here that's kind of aimed at you Ryan okay uh from David Rattledge on what looks like Facebook. Yeah. Um, saying, where are you pulling your inspiration from when designing island after island? Uh, and favorite snack when designing? Favorite snack to eat while designing. Oh. Um, Snacks are very popular on the internet. So, wow. inspiration for islands. Um, a lot of the actual, the world team do a lot of the, the island creation, but yeah. the, the overall kind of like direction at the start of it was, um, real world inspiration. So yeah. a lot of the islands that we see uh, within the world, um, kind of Devil's Ridge, I think we've mentioned a few times, um, is actually based on a quite a naturalistic shape. So we've kind of like, we defined a, a shape that looked quite cool um, and then just pushed it that little bit so it felt more Sea of Thieves. Mm. So really taking inspiration from the real world. It's um, full of lots of interesting places so that you can just be inspired by it. But snacks, what do the world team? <laughs> <laughs> The world team does a lot of snacking. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Donuts today, I think. Muffins. Um, brownies common. today as well. Oh, <laughs> Super healthy. Oh yeah, yeah. We we do our best. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, obviously, we can dive in uh, with you a little bit, this uh, mm -hmm. Joachim as well. Uh, island inspiration. Like when you're you're you've designed many islands now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, well, Ryan's already mentioned that we look at the real world. Uh, for instance, um, I remember uh, a while back I, I did a, about a day and a half of like just flying around Google Maps and finding cool shapes and finding interesting places uh, where you sometimes wouldn't think to look if you're making a game in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, a tropical paradise like we're making. Like, you can get really cool shapes off the coast of Scandinavia, for example, and some of the islands are loosely inspired on that. And that's, yeah, it's a little bit grounded in the real world, and then we do our fantastical take on it, sort of. And sometimes it's kind of cut and shut, isn't it? Kind of like you find landmarks that are interesting in one place and you merge them together with something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just so that, like, from the map view, like the map there, they need to look interesting and have kind of obvious places to go, especially yeah. when you're treasure hunting and things like that. Okay, this one's from Steve, who actually was here for our fan visit back in May. Mm, yes. One of our friendly Canadians. He wants, to, <laughs> he wants to know, what has been one of the artistic challenges while working on Sea of Thieves, and what is an element you're most proud of? So, challenges, and what are you mm. proud of? Um, challenges would probably be kind of the, the challenge, and also what, what most proud of is, is kind of the same thing. It's, okay. it's the size of the world and the consistency within it is the biggest um, game I think Rare's ever made in yeah. the kind of landmass and it's the biggest game I've ever kind of made um, and just the amount of locations there are and the amount of, of kind of different islands and the ships and all the different types of props and objects within the world and getting that consistency across that was the largest challenge 
Um, and also because it's a, a kind of a stylized look and it's not something that you can just point at realism and say, just copy that. Yeah. Um, everything has to be kind of be authored and kind of thought around how, how it fits within the world. So that's the biggest challenge of how that all links together. And the proudest thing is the fact that we've done it. <laughs> so <Yay. laughs> it's the same thing, the challenge and, and the success in that. I, th yeah. I think like for me, one of the great things is the, the fact that the concept art and the actual 3D art really yeah. marry up. Yeah. Like you don't often see that. And again, like we talked about it in our one, like the ambition of kind of really resetting the visuals for a game at Rare. Yes. And it being stylized and recognizable. Um, and I think, I don't know, I think we've hit that. I so think so, yeah. yeah, definitely. There's there's a couple of concepts that if you put the concept and the island next to each other, like you, for you instance, can barely tell, yeah. yeah, like Smuggler's Baby, like we, the one we've shown in, in our video, if you put those together, it's well, that's yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. Yeah. There was one moment where someone actually thought we'd released. Um, uh, I think it was Craig who thought we released a piece of concept um, yeah. of a tra tre treasure chest, and it was actually it was actually a three D model. So that was <laughs> kind of like, yes, that was a success. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting just seeing um, as more objects come into the game, um, that style really expanding across like different mm. props and and different like islands than 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 we've seen before especially looking at something like you say like smugglers bay um obviously there was a huge fan reaction around that when we released that concept art and then um, mm -hmm. finally being able to show that in video yeah. um it would have been good to be able to get a, a wide on that and show the the transition between the two because they are very very similar when you see them in game we could do that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put it on social media yeah. 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 yeah yeah make that yeah. happen <laughs> and the consistency between like characters and the environments yeah. as well is kind of really good on this yeah, project because there's all lots of different teams working in lots of different areas so um just getting the, the making sure that's consistent within as well because everyone approaches it in different ways like the mm. the environment the way that we do that has to be about the larger islands and then the small details within within there where the character they've got lots of small detail kind of inherently built into them with their yeah. eyes and the mouths and everything but making sure that was all felt stylistically the same and it sat within the environment yeah, mm. but you guys were referencing art style for anyone who hasn't seen it. Your art of adventure panel from Comic Con is on our YouTube channel. If you haven't seen it, it's yeah. about an hour long, so it's settling with good some good snacks. But it's worth taking a look if you haven't yeah, seen it. You can hear me talk for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, I mean, just looking at the looking out, looking out of the window uh, behind us, um, that I'm always super impressed with when it comes to the islands is how dense we make them feel. Like yeah. Um, it's it's been obviously that's a huge technical challenge as well as an artistic challenge, but um, it's been really impressive to see, like how how amazing like when you go into a jungle canopy, how mm -hmm. dense that feels like, and uh, for an open world game especially. Yeah, the beauty of that is the islands are in a way because they're self-contained. So yeah. The, we kind of get away with a bit. Yeah, the water, the water helps us out. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I mean, you would be like, you'd be surprised. There's quite, a f there's only a handful of assets used in the foliage. It's just good choice yeah. to get the right coverage and to get the variation needed. But there's, there's not actually that many individual kind of species and things. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that goes back to that idea of handcrafting each island, um, and how how much that really helps when it comes to. Um, following that artistic vision. Yes, it's yeah. all hand authored paint. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it gives the best results. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's some like useful tools that we've used, but yeah, I mean it's it's quite difficult 
normally when you make a game that's like corridor based you can dress the route of travel yeah but it's been quite different difficult to get a good enough quality across the entire island but not so much that it's completely unachievable yeah. across yeah. the entire game you, you try to imagine where the player is going to run right what what are they going to be looking at where like from where are they going to go to from like between different places you know how are they going to travel and how are they going to go and you want to make that look good those pads but then everything has to look that good <laughs> so yeah you can kind of encourage <laughs> them to go certain yeah, way you can, by yeah, making them I mean. good over there but yeah they yeah. can just freely run around everywhere so you yeah. have to so you have to bring everything up to that yeah. standard and yeah it is a challenge but like like you said it's we reuse a lot of assets but we reuse them in ways that it's not that obvious that we're reusing them so yeah i think like and areas of interest like not only tying into like lore and being interesting for the players but it also gives i mean i play a lot of halo multiplayer and you you want to try and for people who play it a lot learn the areas of a place so you can call out to friends like oh, or yeah. like and say like oh i was here remember this specific place on this island we need to go there yeah. or, mm -hmm. or whatnot so it's like i think dressing those islands really helps with that co-op and multiplayer experience yeah. as well as the storytelling on there um but it was really interesting when we um heard you um, in the imagining islands video talking about mm -hmm. those areas of interest i think a lot mm -hmm. of people picked up on that part that you talked about with the rock slide oh yeah yeah i love that <laughs> <laughs> we tried to, to sneak in uh, well not sneak in but we try to put in uh, as many of these things as we can just to, to add like i said in that video to, to add history to everything and to make everything feel more believable what's mm -hmm. what's another example of that another <laughs> example of that wow. yeah. um <laughs> well we have one on um on another island um near smugglers bay i would say um there is like a little rowboat that at some point someone's dragged onto the beach and then left some of his stuff in there so you'll see like a little bottle laying there and the ore is like scattered about but it's been there a while so it's filled up with sand over time on one side and it's like it's been there for a while you know that's s things like this is, is what we try to put on islands you're like Listening to a story. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, a, it's a tiny little thing like someone dragged a rowboat onto a beach but then that effect that uh, the environment has had on that over time it's very tiny it's just some sand blowing into it but it f just feels natural and it feels like it belongs there mm -hmm. and yeah. is, is there thought across that in regards to chaining these areas of interest like into like almost small like chain together stories almost chaining them maybe chaining them <laughs> <laughs> perhaps maybe like connect <laughs> yeah but it'd be yeah, you can imagine where that sort of thing would go. Like. Yes, I think there's, <laughs> yeah. there's lots of there's lots of potential for that kind of stuff, yeah. isn't there? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, it's lots of little Easter eggs, Easter eggs, and little little tiny mini, ones, mini stories yeah. you can invent from stuff that you see around. I guess. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. oh. fans like the Easter eggs. But I yeah. think that's important as well. Is, is um, stories that that you can kind of like link together or kind of find, but also things that people can infer kind of like look at and try and make up their own because that that's uh, important around the world mm. you really good open world games they don't always give you all that all the information exactly. yeah. you have to kind of go all oh, right if that happened and this and oh, maybe they're connected but they never say for sure and that's i think that's the best way of storytelling you, you don't want to spell it out yeah 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 too obvious absolutely okay well we have uh, another 
a question from James on Twitter, the Jim eighty seven. It says, "How much work goes into making just one prop in the game compared to something large scale such as a town?" And I think he's probably referring to our outposts, but like um, Andrea, that's oh, probably. Yes. <laughs> the process okay. of making a prop. Process, how much? How sword. much work? The history of the sword. sword. Yeah. Um, well, every asset, big or large, kind of um, <laughs> goes through the same kind of process. So it starts at concept, and it has a big concept pass. Then it then it goes for a, to be made, um, and that duration is dependent on the size of the asset. So, like a sword, take on average seven days to make um, a three D artist to make, start to finish. It's probably a couple of days of concept. Yeah couple of days of review yeah um so you can get a sword popped out of the magical <laughs> asset machine <laughs> in a couple of weeks if you really wanted it um whereas kind of like a port i mean if you think every building on there is kind of 10 20 days worth of work then times that by how many buildings and then add mm. the similar size assets all together and, and put the props talking. in those buildings yeah put the oh, props yeah. in the buildings mm. on the island that like <laughs> yeah. Joachim's yeah. made um, you know it's months months of work to make something large yeah. but like individual asset by asset kind of like a handheld prop is about 7 days and a building is probably about 15 Yeah, and everything in between those and a ship well they <laughs> they take a while yeah. <laughs> yeah. So quite some time uh, yeah so yet to be estimated lots more work then Yes. Yeah, lots. We've got quite a lot of people making them, so <laughs> it's cool. This one's from Curtis Murphy Double Zero <laughs> on Twitter. Um, so he says, "Where did you get inspiration from to give the characters their unique look and art style?" <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> um, I think it was it was just looking at, at kind of very much tropey pirate. Yeah. kind of films and things um, at the start and pirate literature and it was the the kind of the whole kind of worn and torn aspect of the world I kind of realised partway through this I'd do this eventually on every single project so I've got to do a new thing next time um, that having things look like the, the kind of second hand or worn in the world mm. we wanted to kind of get that within the characters as well um, and also wanted to make them feel a little bit sculptural because we're simplifying a lot of the objects down so you end up kind of looking at character and how you can re remove details but still feel like this human kind yeah. of character that's running around. Mm. So you simplify the forms and then the texturing is also kind of using the same kind of rules that we use within the objects and the rocks and the way that there's brush marks and kind of uh, mark making within their, them. And just the, the kind of clothing and the, and the themes, they're all tied to this um, kind of tropey pirate theme of, of being this kind of rough second tier kind of heroes because yeah. in in in, mm. in kind of pirate films you always have the the good looking swashbuckling characters and mm. that's not what sea of thieves is it's about the everyday pirates that are kind of running around and being this kind of like ragtag bunch yeah so it was just trying to capture like that into a character and i, I think we kind of you, you look at them all together and they feel like that they feel like this crew of of kind of like slightly down and up pirates which we yeah, like doing I like on, that though yeah. on rare games mm. we don't we don't do the classic kind of um, chiselled hero we often do the yeah. kind of more kind of like oddball heroes and I think that's what um, the characters are that kind of like trying to to embody that feeling within yeah. CFDs I think it's unrealistic having them perfectly clean and very mm. well quaffed and yeah. like you see in movies with the like the mm. female FBI agent who's running in six inch heels and she's perfectly <laughs> that's impressive when made they do up. Well, it is <laughs> impressive <laughs> but you're going that's not realistic at all yeah. Yeah. so I, I like our pirates a lot yeah. 
Makes to, them a lot more real, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. they're yeah. a lot more character. Yeah. yeah. Charm. Whereas if, yeah, charm. Kind of the wonky charm. Yeah, and I think we call it. that was the... Um, I mean that that was the main thing. It was right from day one. It's like these have to feel like rare characters. Yeah. However, we, however, we kind of build them or make them or what style they are, they need to fit feel part of this rare universe, as it were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can see that even just when we release something like the uh, 15 years of Xbox thing recently. Yeah. Um, and we had the the kind of uh, image we released with all. Oh of our yeah, characters we had like a lineup yeah. of characters like from all 15 years. The pirates don't stick out as being like oh like that doesn't fit within. Yeah. Yeah. in our history of, of characters it's really and it's really cool to see and that kind of like what um, Andrew said about we, would, we decided we wanted to kind of redefine what a rare rare kind of game was from an artistic point of view but at the same time we wanted to kind of embrace all that history and bring that all into the project so that's it's kind of the, the ultimate fusion of um, the classic kind of rare characters but kind of like using all the technology and all the kind of approaches that we we've learned over the years Mm -hmm. um, so we've got another um, question from uh, Taylor Woody on Facebook. Uh, what was surprisingly the easiest task you had to do that involves art? Go on, let Quite each of, each of us go on. Question. Question. Yeah. Easiest. Easiest, yeah, easiest, easiest thing. bit of island you had to make. The easiest island. Uh, okay, what was the easiest thing to do that was the coolest? Oh, that's a, that's actually a very difficult question. <laughs> I'm I'm drawing a blank here. Well, the easiest islands would be the res the, the smaller islands, like the yeah, the, the yeah. Just we have because we have these big, big, large, large features in the world, but then we also have like small, smaller islands that you can sail past, and those are, while they can be really nice idyllic places, and and they're, they look just as nice as as all the rest. They're just, they're just small, self-contained little pieces of, of art, and and they take. They're actually really quick to make. Yeah, it takes like a, a two days. Yeah. You can but they're like equally when you're you're viewing them. There's there's still a lot of things to take into consideration. Like when we talked about in the Imagine Islands, when the idea of how it looks like from above, like oh, um, yeah. on a map and stuff, and it's like you can't have. Forty smaller islands that all look exactly the oh, same. Of course, yeah. no, yeah. no, so. <laughs> that's not easy. Yeah, so no. the, yeah, like when you've only got a small area to work with, like it must be interesting having to constantly change that shape into. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you can get away with a lot of shapes from above, and you think, oh my god, that's never gonna work from player vision, but that's in in a lot of cases it actually yeah. works pretty well. Mm. I think with the smaller islands as well, because you kind of put them together in like little groups, you can get a, you know, you can make those layouts of those groups different again so you get more variation within you know rather than with the larger islands you've just got the island on its own so yeah are the art that was easy I what was the question find things that are <laughs> easy like surprisingly easy task surprisingly easy nothing surprisingly <laughs> ever <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> easy uh, <laughs> every, every bit of art's a bit of your soul really so <laughs> so pouring that into anything that you do <laughs> if you're doing it right it it's um, it's always a bit of a challenge. Yeah, because you're always trying to. We're always pushing ourselves to do the best that we can do. Mm. So, if we ever do something and it, in all honesty, it, it feels a bit too easy, we normally go, "Can we just go that a little bit further yeah. and just make it hard for yourself?" Then, I think like hitting the art style has been surprisingly easy. To be fair, that's probably hey. the closest thing. <laughs> You set, you set a really easy target, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't like, feel easy. No. <laughs> no, it was months of development. But um, yeah, no, just that consistency. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. On the previous projects I've worked on, anyway, you've always had that kind of the ads bin. Why doesn't it look like the concept? And mm. This, yeah, this, yeah. Like this is the f- probably the first project I've worked on where the actual finished artwork is bang on. Mm. Yeah, I, I think once it clicks, like if you start working in this style, once it clicks, it just it's natural, and yeah. and everything you do after that. It's just its own style, or yeah. almost. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> that means no one should ever make anything that's <laughs> off style again. <laughs> well, we try. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I guess that is the challenge moving forward, that as we have new props and new islands yes. and stuff come mm-hmm. in, yeah. it's like constantly keeping, making sure that everything stays consistent throughout the world, because this is a yeah. world that's constantly expanding. Yeah, that does get easier, though, as Jochum says. It just more and more people are doing, the, doing that style, so you end up kind of a new things come in and a new object has to be made and people just get it then yeah. it's very similar okay it's a new sword i know what swords look like or i know what pistols yeah. look like or it's only really when a new surface or something like you know a new, new material yeah. comes in like there needs yeah. to be some kind of r d around what so what does that look like in our world but as mm. soon as we've got that example everybody's able to look at that set of assets then and go right well i understand that material yeah. now so now i can make anything in that material yeah yeah um, that's what i mean yeah yeah or even things that are a, like a slightly larger departure from probably what we've seen before like something like the ghost ship um, oh yes <laughs> like when we're talking about that's a quite a stylistic change yeah so, but i think yeah. it's it's yeah. a good that those kind of challenges are great because then we can kind of we don't have to rely on reality we can bend it even further yeah. can't we yeah. um and just do something that's really visually exciting then yeah so again the the fundamentals of that is we know what wood looks like and we know what the structure of a ship looks like so it's taking that and pushing that further so it's like okay let's make it even more kind of evocative of the style and this kind of ethereal magic of the world so that's like yeah because i think what we've we've shown a lot so far and mm. um, over the trailers from E3 and uh, mm. and past has been this tropical paradise that we have yep. have run here and we like as we've already hinted at that kind of fantastical element still runs throughout yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely runs throughout our game and I think it'll just be interesting um, in the future as we start to show show more of that that you see how this starts to tie together like yes there yeah. is a thread that, that brings it all together and well, the yeah, the ghost ship is the biggest thing. The cinematic trailer was a good example because you were going through so many different. It was different lighting, different weather, different locations, yeah. different setups, but it was all sort of seamlessly moving through and showing it all in in one run. And yes, just calling out again at that cinematic trailer because I don't think many people picked up, but that was all an engine. Yes, yep. yeah, and they're all assets. They're all the in-game assets that that we've kind of built and are sitting there. Yeah. Ready. Yes. Ready. Yeah. Po- poised, ready poised. to go, go into the game. Yeah. Um, well, on on that note, um, we should probably uh, wind this up. But I just want to direct everybody to, if you're watching the uh, video, we have the audio podcast if you want to continue that um, another time when you're picking up on the next one. Um, and likewise, if you're listening to the audio, I'm sure you can see all these beautiful faces that surround me in 4K <laughs> on <our laughs> YouTube yeah. channel. New, newly beardless Ryan. Newly beardless. <laughs> <laughs> Glorious uh, Cold. Oh. <laughs> and you, if you're listening to the audio, you really don't want to miss out on my fantastic... Sparkly stags. Best of stags. <laughs> um, yeah. With a leg missing. <laughs> Shh, I tried to cover that up. <laughs> um, 
obviously we will um, be continuing our um, inside story and stuff um, into the future but this is holiday season this is, yep and the last podcast of the year and the last podcast of the year oh. um, so yeah. next time we speak to you it will be in the future in 2017 <gasps> wow and there'll be flying cars and there'll be all sorts Food, of hoverboards, hoverboards. <laughs> hoverboards. Oh, yes. yeah. self-lacing shoes <gasps> we're gonna wow. get them for uh, Christmas presents <laughs> <laughs> um so obviously, uh, tune in next year to our, yeah. our podcast. Um, we're all like, substantially older. Substantially Speak older. for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to remind everyone, hashtag Tavern Talk on Facebook and Twitter. Um, if you want to send us any questions or feedback, uh, so just let us know. And I just want to thank everybody that's here um, for joining us. And thank you to our special guest, Reese, who come in before yeah and thanks everyone for tuning in for the past however many months yes yeah thank you for supporting us and we hope you have a good holiday happy holidays happy, happy holidays, holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. cheesy wave i don't know which one that one <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>